0: Welcome, adventurers. Here's what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party.
1: Committing to aiding Silas and the remaining Baladins, Mia, Falzern, and Shakara help set up additional defenses around the tower. While Shaft scouts to the northwest, following the clear trail of the attackers in the direction they approached from, he encounters a scouting party of the enemies, easily dispatching them before observing a secondary Orc Horde. Accompanied by neogi advancing towards the tower, utilizing the shackles of shackling, Shaft teleports back to the tower to warn the others.
0: And now on with the show.
1: Shaft, you appear within an empty five-foot square next to Mia on top of the tower.
2: Okay, I pop in and look over at Mia, and I go, "Ah, uh, it's trouble coming." Got about uh, a dozen and a half orcs, and I saw at least four Niyogi. Here, give me the manacles.
3: Dozen Uh, and a half? Who says it like that?
2: (laughs) It just came uh, to me. I don't know. Could have been a lot more. Maybe it could have been 118 of them, but I only saw a dozen (laughs) and a half.
4: (laughs) Here, Shaft, what? Like, you want to wear them again?
2: Yeah, if you're going to go out flying around, then uh, you need to be able to get back to me if you need to. Oh,
4: right. I can just take on a dozen and a half orcs like this?
2: Well, you're the one that can get down from this tower a hell of a lot easier. If you need to get back up to me...
4: (sighs) Here, take them.
2: Okay, I take them off, clamp them back on my wrist. And then I'm going to reach into my pouch. I'm going to look around for a minute, and I'm going to pull out this small vial bender Ale. I'm going to open it up and sniff it. It's a little old, but I think it'll do the trick. And and down it. That's going to give me a plus three to my
1: dex for uh, an hour. Alright. It is a little skunky, but uh, definitely taking effect. <laughs> uh, okay, so Shaft knows that, you know, he was about a mile out, so you've got a little under 20 minutes before the forces will be here. I had a couple questions about some of your preparations. One... Okay, just two. So, are we, Falzern, you've spent your time constructing the special ammunition. Um, Mia and Shakar will be able to get in your short rest. Unfortunately, Falzern will not because of uh, your rolls when you were doing your preparations. It definitely took you, you know, that hour and a half. But are both types of special ammunition, the the double bolt with the net between and the bolt with the rope attached to it, are both of them tied to the sled? And how much length are you given each ammunition as far as rope?
0: I think it makes sense to tie them both to the sled because it's, it's probably not much use to... A net might take something down out of the sky if it's flying without being tied down.
3: Well, you could tie the single rope to just one of the dead orcs and then tie the the net to the sled because that would probably take down something bigger that would need more weight to pull on it.
0: True. Yeah. What if we shoot and miss the big thing with the net and then we have to try to shoot and hit it a second time with... then we
3: throw the dead orc on the sled
0: you're a thinker I try that's the plan Um, as far as length would we have enough to have like I don't know
1: you have 500 feet of rope
0: oh my mistake okay so yeah what do we say like 200 feet these things would be able to shoot 200 feet do you think Uh, like if they're shooting up into the air
4: Like, if we can shoot a bow and arrow, like 120. I
0: don't know. They're they're basically like a, a huge oversized crossbow, right? So 200 feet should be doable for it to shoot one of these bolts and hit something, I would think. Or do we want more than that? I don't know.
3: Well, we have 500 to divide up between the three arrows. Yeah. So 200 on the single arrow and 150 on each of the net ones.
0: Math checks out. Well, remember the, the,
1: the net is kind of functioning as a single thing, right? It just needs to be shot by two with the blist die, just the way it's rigged. Okay. I will also remind you that the tower is only one hundred feet tall. So, should you rope something with a length of two hundred feet and push the sled down the thing, it's still that work. it's not pulling it down to anything. Hmm.
3: So, how about seventy-five feet? <laughs> 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 Math, physics.
0: Yeah, the trouble is the shorter the rope, closer that means it has to your get. Your target yeah. has to be very close in order for you to fire at it.
4: It's a bigger target.
1: Silas can also tell you that uh, like uh, with with the ammunition that you have rigged up, the range uh, it's going to have a range of 50 200. So it can it won't be able to shoot further than 200 feet, and th- anything between 50 and 200 is its sweet spot.
0: Okay. Does he know trigonometry? You could ask him. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> let's go let's just let's go with a hundred, I guess. It's a nice round number.
3: The roundest of numbers.
0: Alright. And then the
1: other question I had was maybe something that'd probably come up in combat. <laughs>
3: okay. I have a question. hmm During my short rest, would I have been able to uh, perform a ritual to resummon Sparky.
1: Um, uh, yeah, you have time. You have time, even. So yeah, okay. you can you can bring Sparky back. That's not a problem. And he's gonna be out and uh, out in the boot. Out in the boot. Okay.
4: Out in the boot.
1: Just uh, yeah. Okay, that's good. We have to remember to keep track of where exactly he is because I believe it takes you an action to call him out of his little Heidi universe, right? Let me look. Well, if he's out, it's fine because it would only matter in combat, right? But okay, so you have not not much time before the forces arrive. Is there anything last minute that any of you want to do? Any different positions you want to take up? You are all currently on the roof of the the tower. If you're fine up there, then uh, I guess you can just wait for <laughs> wait for the coming right. masses that that shaft is reported. That's the
4: thing. A hundred feet high. Means that even if I threw my hammer, it can't reach the ground.
1: That's right, and that you you can thing. see the the torches are lit up like upwards of like 200 feet of the, the ground at the base of the tower. So you have a long sight line now, even in even in the the dark, right? Because of the torches yeah. that the paladins have set up. So you have I'm like you're going to see anything coming from a, a pretty decent way away, right?
4: Yeah, well, like, I'm going to end up, you know, if I go to the ground and I give the scaffolding rig up to some, like, derp paladin that's going to screw it up, that'll annoy me.
1: (laughs) Well, currently the paladins are on the roof with you. Do the paladins have ranged weapons? Uh, They look like they just have swords. Okay.
2: Okay. There was spears, I believe, right? That was. There
1: were javelins that they had set up at the the front door of the tower. They've just kind of sl- uh, lanced them into the ground. You could certainly go and grab a few of them if you wanted to put some up top with you. That I don't think Silas would have a problem with that. Yeah, I
2: think
0: maybe grab a few for people to chuck if they need to. Maybe three or four of them before um, Shaft goes down. I'll I'll grab and say Shaft. How how far away do you figure they are? How, how long do we have?
2: They're probably about a mile or less. And, uh, about 20 minutes or so. They're moving pretty fast. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe we send a couple of those dorks out there, uh, and then when they kill them, we'll know they're here.
0: Are you sure you saw all of them? Is it, is it possible?
2: I don't know. I didn't stick around when okay. things started getting messy. I see.
4: Are you staying up high, Shaft?
2: i think if we try to kill as many of these as we we can from a distance and then uh if we can't take them all out then then we'll have to head down there so yeah for right now i'm just gonna i tap my bow it's gonna you know bump a couple arrows into these guys as they come up
4: yeah well i don't quite have the range you do i like look down at my hammer plus you you wanted the shackles like were you wanting me down on the ground i
2: mean yeah i would you, you can do the most, uh, deal the most damage down there. Get down there and kill, uh, kill some Nyogi and then pop back up here.
4: Yeah, okay, well, who can, who knows how to use the scaffolding thing? I, I've got it all rigged up to fall, but, like, Shaft, I don't know if you've got I, the, uh... I
2: look down at it and I go, what the hell are you doing?
4: Uh, I have a hammer. <laughs> and there hammers are nails. In the morning, a Mason. Hammers in the evening, all over the scaffolding. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some rusty spikes and, uh, yeah, I don't know just trying to make a trap
2: Did one of these paladin guys watch you do this?
1: Uh, no, they were busy putting out the torches and stuff, I think and, uh, man in the bullet die.
4: Well, Shaft, when the time comes, get some help up here. You push on this thing, there's pressure points, like it should be weaker, should be easier, like, like pry it off have it fall. You'll know when the time comes. So when
2: when somebody comes up the scaffolding, you want me to push this right here and it'll all fall over?
4: Basically, as soon as there's a crowd of people and they might start trying to climb it, yeah. Or, like, get close. Let's just push the thing over. Gotcha. Kill them. I trust right. you. I don't want to leave it with the paladins, but they can help you push it.
1: I will, I will remind you that the scaffolding is only 50 feet tall. Yeah, I know. Okay, so, like, you'll have to push it from the ground. Oh, what? Well, what... You oh, okay. Right? You, you've done nothing to, from the top of the tower.
4: Okay, like, I swear last episode you said okay to me when I said, like, I was going to create some way to, like, pry it from the top.
1: Well, then I misunderstood that you specifically meant from the top of the tower. It, it's okay. You can. Oh, no, this...
0: saved some rope. You can tie it to shaft and.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> the, okay, there, there are some items that you haven't utilized. You haven't utilized really any of the block and tackle. That's something you could easily have rigged up to like the bottom of the tower. Which now you just have a rope up top that one or more of you could grab and just hoist and, and topple the thing from the top of the tower. So that's that's definitely because again, with only a hundred feet of rope on either the the. Uh, the special ammunition, okay, there's okay. plenty of that to utilize as well, so that's so like, that's not a
4: problem. They're coming, It's 20 they're 20 minutes out, I explained it to Shaft and he's like, uh, you're an idiot, that's not gonna work. Figures it out, rigs it up.
2: Yeah, I, I think we'll, <laughs> do, we'll put the, the block and tackle around so it comes up, put enough rope so I can grab onto the rope, jump off, and maybe grab somebody else, because I won't weigh enough, and slide my way down <laughs> the inside of the tower or as, like, the, yeah. as it topples over on the like,
4: outside. Tie it to some <laughs> Guy's armor and push him off one of the dead orcs. Yeah.
1: Well, come do here, Frank. You want, do, you want, for, do you want to tie that to the sled too? How many things are we tying the orcs, dead orcs here? <laughs>
3: <laughs> While they're figuring that out, um, when I summon Sparky, he does appear within ten feet of me, and I will, when he appears, I will of course nuzzle him a bit and tell him I'm glad he's back, and then have him go scout for me hundred feet away so I can look through his eyes and watch for the army.
0: Falzarin is um, also going to do some scouting. He's going to open his bag of holding and call for Denny.
1: Okay. So, first, (laughs) when Sparky appears, he regards you for a second as if he doesn't recognize you. Then you see he kind of, you know, sniffs the air a bit and is immediately... Uh, receptive to your nuzzling, like, right away. But there's a, there's a, there is a a second there where it seems like he's like, who are you? And then he's he understands exactly who you are. And Denny, uh, Denny pops out, and you see he flips around into the air above every... The paladins are like, what is going on? A pseudo-dragon, a broom... St-? They don't know what's going on, but they're sitting at the, the <laughs> ballista, just, like, you know, overhearing Shaft's warning. Uh, are you okay? So are you getting on Denny, then?
0: I'm... I would like to try. Yes, Falzren is is a little bit uh, reticent, nervous um, about this, but I I sort of reach out tentatively. And say, whoa, 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 there. Okay, let's. H- how do I do this, Denny? <laughs> it's it's your first time, right?
3: <laughs> He'll be gentle with you. Denny
1: just sweeps up on, on, under like the back of your uh, back of your knees and like puts you on him side saddle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh, wow! Okay. Because
1: you're, you know, you're, you're in a robe, so side saddle is probably yes. best for you. <laughs> Much more classy.
4: It's like sitting down to pee. I don't know. Hey, like sometimes that.
1: you just want to sit. <laughs> 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 and Denny picks you up off the top of the tower, and we'll go wherever you direct them.
0: Now, uh, Denny, we don't mm-hmm. know what dangers are out there, so let let's not go too far, okay? I I don't know quite how this works um i guess i'll reach forward and sort of grab with two hands on the the front of the broom and sort of try to aim and direct to try and steer it i guess and and see if that works i know that he has a personality um and is sort of a sentient object but
1: it does seem uh you know as as lively as he is now that he has a rider it seems that he, he's kind of, like, settled into, you know, his role as the flying broomstick, regardless of, <laughs> of his his little personality that he might have. And, yeah, you can absolutely guide him forward, and it seems like it's almost, like, second nature. Like, you're not having much trouble in figuring out exactly, you know, the subtle motions you kind of need to make with your own body or your hands. Or, it, it's, it's, it seems like it's it's pretty natural to you.
0: Okay. Excellent. Falterin is on cloud nine so to speak um, he has always wanted to fly so I, I would go I don't want to go outside of where the torch light is because I want to use that to my advantage a little bit but I'm going to scout kind of towards the edge of that and stay maybe a hundred feet up and just fly back and forth see if I can see anything
1: okay and as you first take off you see Sparky starts to flip right alongside you keeping up until you max out on that 100 feet away from Shikara, which Sparky stays within. And yeah, you can fly to the edge uh, of the torch, which would allow you to see a little bit further because of your dark vision, although you are, like you said, 100 feet uh, in the air, which would mean outside of that torchlight, you still actually can't see the ground from that height,
0: because of the darkness. Uh, Fair. Okay. Maybe in that case, when I get to the edge and realize that, you know, at the edge of the Torches, I can't see all that much. I'll retreat a bit back and just stay near the tower, but higher in the air um, so that I get a bit of a vantage point. So, maybe I'll, I'll go up to about 150 feet. Not too far from the tower.
1: Alright. Final preparations made. About 15 to 20 minutes pass. Sparky, Sparky just doing his own little Routine, guard routine back and forth uh, uh, in the air.
3: Yep. And I'm seeing, I'm looking through his eyes.
1: So from uh, Sparky's sight and Falzern's vantage points, you will both uh, get sight on the approaching horde of orcs first. Of course, all of you at the tower, though, can hear their steps and their grunts before they come into the torchlight. There he <laughs> it does seem that Shaft heard cor- counted correctly a dozen and a half to the to the, to the letter. <laughs> <laughs> a dozen and a half a of these orcs are... barreling, charging forward, followed about thirty feet behind them four Nogi come into the torchlight, and it doesn't look like any of them are shy about approaching the tower. Kind of silhouetted just against the range of the of the torch cast up into the sky above the orcs and yogi the beating of wings two distinct figures coming into into view they have the red draconic wings of a dragon with the front forepaws of a lion and the rear end with the hooves of a goat Sharing a head for each of those animals. Our two chimera swooping in with the forces, and we can roll initiative.
4: Two of them. Two. What are those?
1: Okay, what did y'all get for initiative?
4: Fifty, 50. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> let's roll initiative to give the initiative. Okay. Ah, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> let's just let's just do it like we sign off because that's always. That's always that always great. works. That's always <laughs> yeah. I had an 11. Shaft
0: has an 11.
3: Shakara has an 8.
0: Baldrin has a 15.
3: I got 17. Sparky's initiative is a 10. What can Sparky do again?
1: Nothing. He's he <laughs> <work>. <laughs> Nothing.
3: I can cast a spell that requires mm. touch and he can deliver it for me. He can do the help action and if I forego one of my attack actions, when I take the attack action, he can attack.
1: Attack, attack, attack. <laughs> okay, I don't think you're all going to like this. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> the nyogi
4: Fudge. What's the See, they each, on, on their, their
1: spider legs, they each catch up to one of the orcs at the back of the advancing horde. And each one of them lays one of their little... Uh, not pedipalps, but they have little fingery hands. You know, they kind of pedipalpy to lay on uh, one of the orcs, and they each kind of take a step to their right, dimension-dooring to the top of the tower.
3: Oh, frick. Huh.
1: Well, <laughs> how about that?
3: That's oh, a, a nifty little trick. Cool.
2: I get excited and pull the scaffolding down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait. If the scaffolding doesn't at least pierce one person, Mia is going to be pissed at you.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. Next are the Iron Cobras, So they are going to move as far as they can, basically up to kind of in front of the scaffolding and again at the end of uh, where this runway of torches had been set. Mia, you're next. Down on the ground with the constructs.
4: Right. I think I'm going to activate my circlet. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's only an action, though, if you want to do something else with the bonus action. Only an action. (laughs) It's only the whole thing you can do on your turn.
4: (laughs) It's only the thing. (laughs) Um, I didn't really look at this. Let's see. Did you want to pop out your spiritual
1: hammer or?
4: Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I have some spell management issues right now.
1: Okay, how's that different from every other time we've played?
4: Because I just don't have them. (laughs) Okay, I will, yeah, let's pop out a spiritual hammer, spiritual weapon, Um, and let's use the second level spell slot. Uh, My spectral weapon appears, it lasts for a minute, like my circlet, and can move it up to 20 feet and attack with it can i attack this turn or no
1: uh it could but there's currently nothing in range well actually uh so it has a casting range of 60 feet the
4: believe, range is right? 60 yeah uh
1: no and you could put it out 60 feet if you want uh but not far enough to to get to one of the orcs
4: because i would cast at 60 and then it can move 20 though
1: Yeah, but I believe you have to spend your bonus action to move it and attack with it on subsequent turns. When you cast it immediately, you get an immediate attack, but you don't get to move it again because you're already using your bonus action.
4: Okay, yeah. My hammer's 60 feet out. That puts it about like 10 to 15 feet from the front of the orc pack. And uh, that's my turn.
1: Okay. Stone defenders will uh, also move into position. You see they they come out from their position against the... Like they're you know, if you recall, they're kind of camouflage against the stone with their big slab shields in front of them. But they're actually uh, just kinda kinda of move and put themselves between Mia and the advancing horde.
4: Thank you kindly.
1: Falls are in up on your broom.
0: I'm also gonna activate my circlet.
1: Okay, that makes you fall off your broom.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, we didn't mention that.
0: If I were at ground level, how many feet would I be from the frontmost orcs? Trigonometry aside.
1: If you dropped, well, you were kind of out over the battlefield, right? So you.
0: Yeah, I was about halfway. Um, I was about halfway between the tower and the edge of the torchlight or, or the okay, torches. Okay, I gotcha.
1: So if you were on ground level, they would be fifty feet away from. You now i believe denny only has a fly speed of 50 so you could drop to basically the level of the tower right now
0: yeah gotcha okay just trying to kind of gauge and the chimera are a little ways back behind the pack of yeah
1: they're they're actually yeah they're more like 100 feet away if you were on ground level and then but they're still like 60 feet up in the air so they're maybe a little closer to you than the actual ground forces are
0: all right. Well, all that being said, I'm, I'm going to use my action to activate the circlet. And then I can't cast a spell, correct? I could move. That's better. Yeah, unless, do you, unless you
1: have something that takes a bonus action.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. So I'll activate my circlet, and I will circle back. I will try to guide uh, Denny back a little bit closer to the tower. So I'll move about. Uh, I'll try and kind of have the distance between me and the tower. I want to be able to be to have a way out if the Chimera close the distance quickly. I'd like to get back on land.
1: Okay, I gotcha. Speaking of, the terrible, horrible hybrid creature that are the Chimera will continue to fly. You say they they, they raise and they kind of disappear, especially for like Mia down on the ground. Um, They disappear up into the uh, darkness outside of the the casting light from the torches.
4: Man, they can fly fast.
1: Yeah, they they can, and they actually are going to uh, dash. I'd say, yeah, they, they don't quite make it to the tower because they could, they rose in elevation, but they uh, currently are close enough
0: to reach out and touch Falterin.
1: To reach out and touch Faith, uh, they the first Chimera one is within a 60-foot range of darkvision for those uh, on the tower. And the top of the tower is lit with torches, so you you do kind of have maybe a little extra sightline, because you can see to the edge of the light, and then further in the darkness. Uh, okay, that's kind of their action to dash. So, shaft, you're up.
2: Okay, I'm going to activate the Circlet of the Wise. And as my bonus action, I am going to cast Hunter's Mark on the Niogi number two, which is on near the other side of the, what, 25 feet away on the top of the tower.
1: Uh, the the paladins are going to uh, immediately engage with uh, the orcs and the Niyogi. You see one of the paladins charges uh, one of Shikar's dorks, kind of getting a little confused, and then is able to course-correct to an actual orc. <laughs> <laughs> that does include silas see the two uh what were they lance and hannigan i believe their names do land some scores onto the orcs with them and silas is able to land two hits onto the same neogi that shaft has marked sparky suddenly surrounded by chimera <laughs> about how high did you have sparky kind of flying around same level as the tower
3: Probably same levels. as tower, yeah.
1: Okay, so yes, uh, Chimera has, has kind of, Chimera number two has kind of saddled up pretty close to him.
3: Uh, would he have to disengage in order to fly away?
1: Uh, yes, he would. But, he, I mean, he's in touch range if there was something you wanted to cast through him.
3: No, because I want to activate my circlet. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, Leland. Are you sure?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure you all have your options and are well aware of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, Sparky will disengage and start flying back towards me. He can go 60 feet.
1: Okay, he can make it uh, pretty much to the sled with the uh, dead orcs on it. I guess it is, yeah, sorry. So, Shakar, you're next in initiative. So you're just going to do the circlet.
3: I will activate my circlet and I will use my bonus action to command the dork to the dork one that's standing there with me to attack the closest neogi He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, uh, how do zombies shuffle? He's gonna shuffle up to the closest Niyogi and wail on it as much as a zombie can. Oh, he can slam. Do you want me to roll it?
1: Yeah, they're your dorks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He got an 18. Ooh, that's it. Oh, and a whole three points of damage. Wow. (laughs) Every little bit
4: helps, right? Mia is still not impressed by these dorks.
3: (laughs) The other two are downstairs, right? There's just the one up here.
1: That's right, yeah. So, can you. I guess you give one command to all of them? Is that how it works?
3: Um, on each of your turns, you can use a bonus action to mentally command any creature you made with the spell if the creature is within 60 feet of you. You can command any or all of them at the same time. Once given an order, the creature continues to follow it until its task is complete. So I would have said, kill the Neogi. So that it, I don't have to continuously tell it to do so on my turns. Right,
1: right, right. Okay. Okay, then that means the... I believe you had previously told the two at the bottom just to guard the door, so they're they're dooring yes. down there. Uh, yes. Then... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, last initiative are the, the orc hordes. And uh, orcs, be aggressive, BB aggressive, so they can use a bonus action to move uh, an additional time. And... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're just going to keep going, so they're going to also dash which would put them engaging with the stone defenders. Then back to the top with the Niyogi. So, okay, so all of the Niyogi, the ones that need to disengage are going to do so. And they just make a beeline for the edge of the tower. They just move to the edge of it and just continue walking down, disappearing out of sight.
4: But why? Why not...
1: Shh.
3: Doesn't matter. They're not here anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Iron cobras move and engage, landing a a few bites. And uh, Mia, now that you're you're close, kind of seeing these in action, like, you know, as close as you are for the first time, they kind of sink their mechanical fangs in. And and, uh, as they withdraw their bites, see the kind of the beads of this this green liquid from their fangs kind of drop uh, uh, away from the wounds that they leave in the orcs and you're up, yeah.
4: All right. Huh. They are, they're close. Like there's an orc right there, like 10 feet away. Okay, um, unfortunately they're tr- like, they're not by the scaffold thing, <laughs> so that sucks. Um, my first things first, I guess I'll move my hammer since they moved away from it. 5, 10, 15, 20. It's not even close enough to hit him. Dang it. I'm going to move myself toward the scaffolding a bit. I moved myself to sort of like the front of it. Not underneath it, though. In case someone drops <laughs> it on me. Um, and... Now! 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh no, <laughs> and I'm gonna call lightning um so I'm casting it at fourth level so um so I still have my two channels, but I'm using the channel for my pendant so when I cast the spell it's gonna be a cylinder and it's gonna be max uh damage of four d ten so it's gonna be forty damage it's a deck save
1: yeah there's still a, a nice cluster there Absolutely. let's
4: choose yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five would be there. Uh, <laughs> can I? Can the point be a, an occupied space? Let's see. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
4: Guys, help me.
1: <laughs> i think, trying to get the most of them. Trying to get the most. Camera. I think uh-huh. five without damaging it. Five without, is the most. I, I think, think so. Without hitting any of the constructs, I think five is one of your best bets. Okay. Dex saves all around. Yes.
4: The DC is 17.
1: Well, clearly mind control affects one's dexterity because all five <laughs> fail. <laughs> yes.
4: So all five take 40 like. Holy
1: crap. Okay. Wow.
3: Nice.
4: And just remember to have me do concentration checks because it's 10 minutes, that storm. It's my highest level spell slot left. <laughs> Bye.
1: Well, the distinct smell of scorched flesh can even be rise into the nostrils from the people at the top of the tower. As you see the storm, how high into the air? Because it's actually pretty close to the top of the tower, isn't it?
4: How high were the kites? Chi- so
1: they're at, they're a hundred feet up. So they're like at the the height of the tower.
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess like one hundred and twenty feet. I'm already yeah, like, let's put it tower height so that maybe I can obscure their view of the tower. Like, so that, like, fire, breath, whatever they're gonna throw at it.
1: Okay, absolutely. So, yeah, you you basically, yeah, okay. So your lightning strikes, the Khmer get engulfed in your your cloud. Again, no real effects until you, unless you targeted them, but uh, definitely they kind of disappear from anyone's view that on top of the tower now. Uh, and from Falzern, who's Kind of, I think, almost caught in the cloud as well, just at the edge of it, I think, because Mia could Mia could easily place it in a point where Falzer would not be in and blocked by the visibility.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like I doubt I'm gonna pick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Falzer, here's a cloud.
4: Like in this type of spell, I'm not gonna pick a spot five feet away from my chimera. I'll probably just go for these orcs for a while. <laughs> but-
1: oh, for the strike, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but though, I mean, the cloud being there though does block the chimera from being shot by the ballista because they're in the cloud now, right?
4: Oh. So. Well, someone can use their free action to speak to me about my clouds.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well done. Like you said, so those uh, cluster of orcs are severely, severely injured. Uh, you know, uh, if you have got. Uh, that wind wall there, shaft they think they would do well enough to blow them over <laughs> <laughs> uh, next though are these stone defenders who they're just they just kind of put up their shields their their stone shields and they're gonna just back up back up towards Mia and the scaffolding as they, you see the three of them kind of go side by side and make kind of this phalanx uh, and just giving the orcs more room to to approach Mia's uh, trap. Falsrin.
0: All right, so Falsrin is feeling like these chimera are getting dangerously close, so he is going to urge Denny back over top of the tower, and uh, Denny has a fly speed of fifty feet. Um, so I'm going to use all of that to get me back over the tower, and I'm going to come down as well um, in elevation so that I'm not quite as high. Um, so that would probably put me, uh, put me close to Shakara, I suppose, because I'm traveling horizontally as well as downward. Okay, so that's his movement, and for his action, he's going to cast Blink.
1: Okay.
4: Does Denny go with you?
1: That's a solid question. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. I,
0: um. I think probably, yeah.
1: So uh, let's be clear. You uh, you do have enough movement to make it back to solid ground.
0: I think I will land on top of the tower. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't want Denny to be just in uh, in midair wondering what to do. Well,
1: also, so so blank says you go to the ethereal plane, right? In the yes. exact spot in which you are. Yes. Okay, so if you were to blink midair on Denny, Denny would not come with you, meaning you would have nothing below you on the ethereal plane.
0: True. Right. Oh, there's going to be no tower on the ethereal plane is what you're saying.
1: No, no, no. I just mean if you were to remain in the air, don't blink when you're 100 feet in the air on your broom. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let's redo this. Yeah. Rewind. Okay, so,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll come and actually, uh, if I've got enough movement, land, right, beside, Sean beside (laughs) Shakara. I'll land um, beside Shakara.
1: Okay, yeah, definitely uh, more than enough movement for that.
0: And um, and I will sort of motion to Denny to return to the bag of holding, open it up for him. He shoots up and
1: then right back in. (laughs) You hear a muffled from Elmer.
0: (laughs) Always right in the lower back.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: and I rolled a six ouch so I am remaining on the material plane
1: alright uh, swing and a miss for Falsy. Chimera now what's the perfect position so those are the top of the tower again they the, disappeared in, in Mia's ginormous storm cloud but you can hear the, the, the goats Ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And of course the roar of the lion. It's
4: pretty accurate actually. I wanna hear the roar of the lion.
1: Uh they don't roar they don't roar like humans, so I can't possibly mimic that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Insert sound bite here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just pretend like I have a really impressive, accurate roar.
1: And they both emerged from the storm cloud, landing on the tower, both of them opening up their dragon head, jaws open to release bouts of flame, each in a 15-foot cone, which is gonna catch Falzer and Shakara, Dork One and the Paladin, Silas, the other paladin, and some of the Nyogi's orcs. Okay, you can all make dexterity saving throws, please.
0: And I benefit from Shigar's aura. Uh,
1: yep, yeah, it is a saving throw.
0: So 18 for Faltering. Well, the 14 plus a 4.
3: <laughs> the zombie and I both got 16. <laughs> I'm sorry, the dork. The dork and I both got 16. <laughs> You're like doing the thriller dance. <laughs> It did not get sparky, correct?
1: No, no. So, sorry, uh, uh, 16 fails, 18 passes. Uh, Silas and the other knights fail. So those that failed are gonna take 35 fire damage. Dork one is
3: down. Ouch. I am resistant to fire, so I take half.
1: Shagari, the fire washes over you and you're like, oh, fire, no problem. But then, quickly, you, you get this feeling that you've never felt before. The full burning effects of the fire.
3: <laughs> the full? The, the full effects. Full. The full burning
1: effects of the fire.
3: The, the full 35 damage. Uh, I will be quite upset about that.
2: Didn't read the coven bylaws, did you? <laughs>
3: fine print always read that fine print
1: <laughs> it does take down the uh, one of the orcs that um, Lance was contending with just uh, friendly fire and you see the you know some of the Neogi that were scampered off may have been caught in that uh, blast that they stayed up there
3: almost like they knew it was going to happen
1: almost shaft you're up okay so
2: I'm, I look out I have my bow ready, and then uh, the cloud comes in front. I don't see any orcs down below. I spin back over to look at the Neogi. I grab onto my sword, and I see him crawl over the wall. And then these chimera land right next to me. So I run. I'm going to take the rope that's holding onto the scaffolding and sort of lay it down and run over here behind chimera number two, which is about ten foot south of... Where I was standing, and I'm going to do some sword action. I'll take my scimitar out and try to try to take the goat's leg off. So that's a 31 to hit. Uh, it has not had any damage, I assume, yet. So that's 17 points of slashing damage. All right. Second attack. That is a 19 to hit. Yeah. But this will add Colossus Slayer to it. So that's 19 points of damage, and then I'm going to try with my last attack. The short sword of oozes with my offhand, and let's see. That's a 24 to hit. Dang! And that is three less than that. 26 points. So that's slashing, acid, and piercing damage. Dang! Um, I, I have this broken out if you if they're
1: resistant. Uh, it seems like your damage types are all effective. ah
2: good. So I want to uh, try to take on its tail and, and slash on its leg and see if it uh, see if it, ta- if it takes a liking to you.
1: <laughs> you definitely are very <laughs> effective. Uh, you have uh, <laughs> very quickly bloodied this creature.
0: Sorry Leland um, I passed the saving throw for the dragon thing. what was the damage?
1: Uh, you would take 17, uh, 18, damn, yeah, 18
3: bar. Um, also, I would have. So, when Shakara gets hit by the flames, she she was going to hellish rebuke in retribution, but then when she actually felt the fire, uh, it kind of distracted her and she did mm. not. Just slipped her mind. Yeah, a little uh, pressing issues on her mind at at the time. More Uh. important things like burning alive. A new sensation for her. (laughs) Losing more scales.
1: Uh, The paladins. Hannigan, no longer with his dork buddy at his side, will lay into the orc. Uh, All of them just going to... Silas... uh, Standing next to the charred corpse from the chimera's breath of the friendly fire, just moves to pick. Mm, you know what? Actually, he's gonna join uh, Shaft and engage the uh, the very hurt chimera. Ooh, taking two swipes, critting with one. Yes, nicely done, Silas. That's gonna be a solid, solid fifteen damage. The other two. that they, I mean, they're they're not. They, all they have are standard swords but uh, they seem to be pretty well trained with them because the other two are still consistently landing their hits on, on these on these orcs up here sparky
3: is kamiya number one close enough to the tower top that i can reach it on my turn with my sword
1: it's like teetering on the edge its wings are still flapping but it's got its like front lion paws on and it's its goat legs are kind of dangling kind of kicking against the side of the tower but uh, you can absolutely get into melee range
3: Okay, I want Sparky to do the help action then and distract the Chimera for when I attack. Okay. And then I shall cast Shield of Faith upon myself. Give me a plus two to my AC. And then I will pull out the Dead Knight's Death Sword and mutter, Fwago! And the sword will erupt into dark flames and everywhere... 40 feet around me will dim and I will come in swinging.
1: Okay. So you, you see there are areas up here from the torch light, right? They, they cast a certain radius of bright and then dim. It's all just dim. Like now there are sections of darkness, which is really only going to affect the paladins up here. Um, but it's, yes, it's very clearly, Everything here, their torches, they they d- d- dwindle to almost embers. Um, still just barely emitting light.
3: I rolled a quit. Uh, I, rolled, quit. <laughs> I rolled a quit. I rolled a
2: quit. quit already?
1: <laughs> uh-huh,
3: quit
2: wow, it! damn
1: it. One fire blow. Take a bit it. of fire. yeah. You... Wow,
2: what
3: a hag and move. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a crit. <laughs> <laughs> so that is. And I might as well, you know, do a little smite mm. with that.
0: I wouldn't bother. No. <laughs> I don't. <know>. <laughs> He's <laughs> messing with you. What I don't think you need it. Benevolent DM.
3: That would be 46 plus five for the just the crit. Uh, so max and two d6, so that would be 12. And then I roll two d6, which is a 10. Okay. Which is 22, plus 5 is
1: 27. And your smite damage?
3: 2d8, so that's 16 plus 6. So another 24. That's my first attack. How's it looking?
1: It is looking pretty bad. That was a really good hit.
3: (laughs) The help action that Sparky does only helps on the first attack, correct? I think so, yeah. Second attack is... 19 plus 9.
1: 28? Yep. <laughs> yep, that equals
4: a hit. <laughs> Wait, if we eat this animal, what does it taste like? Lion, dragon, or goat?
1: As I guess it depends oh. what part.
3: Yeah. Uh, Actually, add two more damage from before. Just because of this blade adds two dam- to my damage rolls. I don't think I actually did enough. To- How much damage did I do? So 2d6 is what the, d- the sword does. Plus 2d6 for the flame. Normally, so that's 4d6 normally. So then that should have been 8d6 total.
1: Okay, so 12 more damage, plus roll two more d6. That's seven. Second swing was a hit.
3: Yes, and then I will do so I get 4d6 plus five, which is 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep putting numbers out till something clicks.
1: Fairly, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do that.
3: <laughs> twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one. Is what it is.
1: Okay. Wow. Blackjack. You and Jaff just ridiculous damage dealers right now. Both of these Chimera's reduced to to a, a wafer of life.
0: That's how we like them.
1: A wafer thin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All righty then. This is a crazy round two. Okay, orcs, bottom, bottom, bottom. Come to my trap. <laughs> See, there's just too many for the constructs to stem the flow. As about six of them break through. Up on ya, up on ya, Mia. You're gonna take a, a few hits here, possibly. Uh huh.
4: Pop. Possibly is the keyword. Let's do this. What's your AC? Uh, Fifty. <laughs> no, AC is twenty.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. A twenty-three and a twenty-one. Oh wow, they're not doing very good.
4: A twenty-three.
1: A a it looks like only two hits. Uh, well, three hits. One of them is a crit. But I mean, against like twelve attacks, that's pretty good.
4: Twelve attacks.
1: Yeah, you see each of them are sw- are swinging twice. Okay, so first hit is 9 slashing. Now I'll do these I'll give them to you separately so you can choose to do, you know, your re- your reactions. And it looks like um the the two that have hit you are are two of the weak ones. Like the ones that are just oh. still singed from your yeah. storm, very weak.
4: So then was that the one I just took?
1: Yeah, so the first one you have take is nine slashing. So if you want to react to this first one, you absolutely
4: yeah, can. Yeah, so let's Wrath of the Storm him. Okay. A deck save, DC 17.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a uh, four.
4: Okay, so 2d8 damage. So he's going to take 11 damage.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so he's toast.
4: <laughs> and pushed pushed away. So, yeah, he can't get a second attack or whatever. Okay.
1: Okay. That's still, that still—that actually does kind of cancel his second attack, but the the crit still goes through. Oh, that's not great. Uh, that is still twelve slashing.
4: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So that's for the orcs at the bottom. You see, they're they're trading blows with the constructs as well. The the cobras, uh, taking a few swipes, and some of their their metal uh, like overlapping scale like pieces are just flying off stone defenders though seem to be doing pretty good with those those you know built-in shields that they have on the top of the tower though the paladins are not faring very well lance is severely wounded as two orcs uh gather up on him but shikara though one kind of ignoring the paladin and going to the, the the source of the most damage unable to get through your armor not even close then we go back to the top with the niogi
3: I have no first level spell slots left, so next time I smite, it's going to be a second level.
1: Woe <laughs> is you.
4: <laughs> I thought these Chimera would be beefier, man.
1: Well, to put it in perspective of those bars, they each have 120 health. <laughs> Shikara and Chef walked up and... You don't... guys are just making <laughs> it
4: look easy. <laughs> and I mean, two, two hits from one, I'd be dead, so...
1: Yogi, you see them scamper back up from the side of the tower Seems they didn't go far Question is, what are they going to do?
3: Die.
1: Okay. This this uh this could <laughs> This is going to get nasty. All right. Niogi yogi four here. Starts to wave. Actually, they all start to wave their little uh, pinchy three-finger Pel- pelpy bandables here. And, um... Neo v 4 is going to attempt to hold person. This is almost unfair. <laughs> but he's going to use his last spell slot. As they do only have two. It is a fourth level, though. Uh, so when they cast hold person uh, using a slot of third level or higher, they can target one additional human for each slot above second. So each of these Niogi could potentially target four, no, Bang. three people, right? Two additional people because it's a fourth level because they must cast it at the highest level. So Niogi 4 is going to target Falzarin, Shakara, and that is Hannigan, I believe. You all can make a wisdom saving throw, please.
0: Could I use my reaction...
1: If you would like to counterspell. Yeah, do you
0: have
4: a counterspell? I do, yeah. <gasps> Is this the first time you've used
3: it? But I rolled a crit! I rolled a 20! Oh, I'm not
0: going to include Shakara in the counterspell. <laughs> Sculpt safety for her. Yeah. That's a good friend. <laughs> okay, so... Um, sorry, what... I guess... It'll depend on what level that spell is, right?
1: Well, you have to tell me what level you are casting counterspell at, and then I will let you know whether or not it uh, immediately is where it works, or if you have to roll for it.
0: Right. Well, I intended to cast it at, at the level that the spell is, which is third.
1: Okay. So okay, they are—they are, they do have—you know—have fourth-level spell slots, so they are casting it for. So you just—you do have to make. Uh, an ability check. It's not a saving throw, so you do not benefit from Shikara's aura. So you're gonna have to make an intelligence uh, ability check, please. DC is 14. One.
0: Seven. I thought it was a one. It was a seven. Uh, intelligence. Son of a biscuit.
3: You got a plus 20 on intelligence, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven <laughs> plus six. That's uh, 15, I think.
1: <laughs> I was definitely like 25 that unfortunately is one shy of successfully counterspelling
0: and that's our show if you're not already be sure to follow us at incorrigiblepar par on twitter incorrigible party on instagram and facebook and you can go to incorrigibleparty.com for world lore and pc information and we've recently started adding some maps there as well incorrigible party is generously sponsored and made possible by critical hit design For any of your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. All ambient sound and music is provided by Tabletop Audio. And our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can reach him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!